From trauma to joie de vivre, how is that possible? Welcome to Post-Trauma Secrets and Decluttering, where we go behind the scene and reveal how to free yourself. Come and discover the four dimensions of a decluttering journey with your host, Valerie Huard. Life can be chaotic, complex, and full of trauma. But don't worry, you're not alone. In this video, I'm going to share with you how clutter is linked to trauma, taking the first step to understanding. Hi everyone, my name is Valérie and I'm here today to talk about how to navigate our way through life's traumatic experiences and recover from the chaos and clutter that often accompany them. Throughout my life, I've experienced a few big traumatic events that threatened my mental health, my mental state. But I am here today to tell you it doesn't have to stay that way. Like many other people, I had no idea how to cope until I understood the complex relationship between trauma and clutter. That allowed me to start making sense of the crazy world around me, a process which led me back on the path of better mental health. Have you ever walked into someone's home and find it filled with clutter? Have you wondered why some people struggle to declutter their space? Well, the answer may be linked to trauma. I know it sounds unusual, but it's true. Trauma and clutter, they have a mysterious connection that affects our minds and body in different ways. When someone experiences a traumatic event, their body stress response is activated. This leads to a release of cortisol, a hormone that regulates several functions in the body, including the immune system and metabolism. A surge in cortisol level can change neural pathways, leading to shifts in perception and behavior. Traumatic events can cause overwhelming emotion, and clutter can provide a sense of control over one's environment. Clutter provides a familiarity that helps survivors feel connected, making it difficult to let go of in some cases. Clutter can also be used as a coping mechanism to create a barrier and block out potential triggers from the outside world. It serves as a protective shield that keeps survivors feeling safe from possible harm. As a result, individuals may struggle to confront or talk about their traumatic experiences, leading the accumulation of clutter over time. The connection between trauma and clutter is complex, but one thing is clear. Both can alter the body and rewire neural pathways, resulting in changes in mindset, habits, routines, and behaviors. Levited level of cortisol can have a detrimental effects on executive function, such as attention, memory, and decision-making. Clutters, visual, and psychological impact can lead to stress, anxiety, and overwhelm, activating the body stress response and increasing cortisol level further. Understanding the relationship between stress, 
cortisol and executive functions is crucial in comprehending the connection between trauma and clutter. It reveals how these experiences can alter an individual's paradigms, shaping their understanding of the world and their place in it. But what happens in the brain when we're exposed to clutter? And how does this affect our neurological health? Let's take a closer look. First, let's talk amygdala. The amygdala is a small almond-shaped structure located deep within the brain's temporal lobes, and it plays a critical role in processing emotions, particularly fear and anxiety. When we are exposed to clutter and our sense becomes overwhelmed by the chaotic surroundings, the amygdala is activated, sometimes resulting in an increased sense of anxiety and fear. This is particularly true for those who have experienced trauma, as their amygdala may already be in a heightened state of alertness due to their past experiences. But the amygdala is not the only brain structure impacted by clutter. In fact, research has shown that exposure to clutter can also affect the prefrontal cortex, a brain region responsible for executive functions such as decision-making, planning, and impulse control. In individuals who have experienced trauma, this area of the brain may already be compromised, resulting in difficulty with organization, motivation, and task completion. So how can we break this cycle of clutter and neurological distress? One potential solution is decluttering. By creating more organized, calming environment, we can reduce sensory overload, which turn can lead to a decrease in amygdala activation and a reduction in stress levels. But decluttering is not always easy, particularly for those who have experienced trauma. In fact, the thought of decluttering can be overwhelming for some individuals as it may trigger feelings of anxiety and fear. This is where the support of a mental health professional can be really beneficial, as they can provide tools and strategies to make the decluttering process more manageable. It's important to note that the impact of clutter on neurological health is not limited to those who have experienced trauma. Even for individuals without a history of trauma, clutter can still contribute to feelings of stress and anxiety, which can have negative effects on overall neurological health and well-being. The good news is that healing is achievable. It starts with recognizing the impact of trauma and clutter on our lives acknowledging the emotional and psychological weight of clutter and taking small, small but powerful steps to declutter and heal.
Creating a more organized, balanced, and harmonious environment can be an essential step in creating a more comfortable and a peaceful existence. So what can we do to reduce clutter and promote neurological health? Here's a few tips. Start small. Break down the decluttering process into smaller, more manageable tasks. This can help reduce feelings of overwhelm and make the process feel more achievable. Create designated spaces, designated specific space for items such as a drawer for office supplies or a basket for mail. This can help reduce the appearance of clutter and make it easier to find what you need and get rid of items you no longer need. This can be a difficult step for some, but getting rid of items that no longer serve a purpose can help create a space, more space, and reduce clutter. By implementing these strategies and seeking support when necessary, we can, we can take steps to reduce clutter and promote neurological health and well-being. Trauma and clutter can be challenging, but they cannot have to challenge your life forever. The connection between the two and understanding the impact both can have on our bodies and minds, we can take steps towards healing and growth. It starts with acknowledging the impact of trauma and clutter and taking the first step towards organizing our space and mindset for a brighter future. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this episode. If you want to help break the trauma stigma, share this episode and give hope to your friends and let them know it is possible to get free from trauma. Valerie and JM want to help you further by offering you Declutter Your Life 101. Be sure to go to dowellht.com forward slash free yourself. That's dowellht.com forward slash free yourself to get your free quick summary and start your decluttering journey. Thanks again for tuning in and be sure to join us next time to discover another secret on post-trauma secrets and decluttering.